Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. You know the day destroys the night. Night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Break on through. Chased our pleasures here, dug our treasures there. certainly breaking through to the other side over the pond and everywhere else you are listening to bonnie albers on air and i am your host bonnie albers i if you don't know who i am just go to bonniealbers.com uh i have such long titles and if i start i won't give my guests the proper uh the, the proper hello so i am going to introduce you to a very, very special gentleman, and, be, and I mean gentle, before he actually comes on to speak, I'd like to tell you a little about him. He is r- exactly what I said from over the pond. He's from the UK. His name is Steve Hounsom. It is so cute because his name sounds like Steve Hanson, doesn't it? So anyway, I don't think I'll forget that name. He is an author, a healer, a psychic, a tutor of tarot bringing tarot to life what i love about steve besides when you hear him speak is that he teaches he has his hands in everything and the coolest thing is there's things that i didn't even know about him that after chatting with him and i'm sure he'll chat with you today he also is into 
But the cool news about Steve and why I'm bringing him on now is I'm just so interested in the tarot and he actually designs the deck. I am so excited because he has a new deck coming out. I'm going to let him talk to you about it. So with no more ado, I would like everyone to say hello to my guest, Steve Hounsom. Hi, Steve. Hi, Bonnie. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm I'm great. Handsome, gentle, and cool, all in one intro. That's uh, I'm not quite sure how to respond to that. <laughs> I don't well, know listen, how many people I, I, that know me would agree. <laughs> well, I don't know because you know. First, I thought handsome. Oh, I'll never forget it because it means handsome. And then I thought you're nothing. You know, uh, this song, nothing but a hound dog, keeps coming to mind, which is Elvis Presley. That's probably more so, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you give away your secrets. Don't you dare give away your secrets yet, Steve. <laughs> but I am so glad to have you with us. And you are just such an interesting uh, gentleman. And I'm really excited for everybody to get to know you. First of all, tell us, because you've got all kinds of things on your website, and we did put it up in chat, but you are, you do spiritual development, healing, meditation you i'm sure help people find or you bring through your spirit guides you do past lives Absolutely. shamanism which you know i mean every male that's in this is a shaman that i've met anyway um i love journey <laughs> journeying and magic i mean how like crazy stuff can you get into and that i love Oh, well, it's, you know, I mean, I've been following this path now for, what, 35 years or something. I mean, I first got into it when I was in my teens, and I'm now the wrong side of 50, so it's a long time. <laughs> and it's just all accrued over the years. But now, you know, with my lovely wife and myself, we have groups going on here. We're in Paul in, the, in Dorset in the UK. And uh, we've got, a, you know, groups going all the time, uh, weekly development groups, as well as the tarot courses. And, the, you know, there's distance learning stuff as well. There's, there's a whole load and it's just sort of built up and I've just followed my nose, really. Well, you know, I guess that's what the hound dog is, because the hound dog has, yeah. you know, a nose <laughs> that smells everything. So, I mean, that's maybe why they're playing this song in my head, my spirit guides. But, you know, um, I, what I do want to ask you, which is, which you've got so much going for you, Steve, and I know you teach a lot of courses. For everyone uh, that wants to see what Steve does, you can go to his website, and, and he's going to give you that in a minute. But tell me how you started. How did you get started? And what is your favorite thing right now that you're doing? Um, well, you know, it's the same answer in terms of how I got started. I followed my nose. It's, it's odd because um, a lot of people that are into tarot and this sort of spiritual path generally, they will often say, oh, you know, did you uh, have your family done this or whatever? Um, but they didn't. You know, I was just for some reason fascinated with the tarot when I was a kid, when I was in my early teens, really. Um, and what was then called the occult as opposed to, you know, the body, mind, spirit, which it is now. And so I um, trekked off to one of the very first sort of new age shops that had opened in Brighton, which is, you know, my hometown. And, uh, you know, brought myself a tarot deck and I, that's, I've just carried on from there. Um, 
and, and the tarot has always been, you know, all the different things I've been into. Tarot's always been, I always describe it as the, the, the spine of, of me, you know, it, uh, everything I do operates around the tarot. Well, do you, let me ask, this is interesting because I have a mil. I think you and I talked about that. I have a million decks. I kind of throw them out and throw them away or get, I never throw them away, but give them to people because they don't resonate with me. But what I would love to hear from you and everyone else is how do you find a deck? How did you get involved in in creating your own decks? And I know you have one on your website that you and I played with, or you you pulled a card that I'm still in amazement over. And, and like, what do the cards talk to you? And that's what everybody's going to want to know. Because throwing cards, you could read a card, but do they talk yeah. to you? How do you get your messages? Well, this was how I ended up doing my own deck, really, because, you know, I brought uh, the, the very first deck, which I, I still got and, and love enormously, the Morgan Greer Tarot. And I got the book to go with it and then a few other books. You know, and reading the books and looking at the images on the card, I was thinking, well, I don't get this. You know, when I'm looking at this card and and the image on it, I'm not seeing what this person's saying in the book. You know, I'm not saying they're wrong, whatever, but it just didn't resonate for me. And the more I studied it, the more I found that I had to just sort of say what came to me, following my intuition or my gnosis, as I like to call it. Because when I started doing (laughs) readings just from my friends and things, I'm reading, you know, reading out, doing what everybody does, reading out the bit in the book, and oh, that's okay. When I started to say, but what I'm actually seeing in this picture is this, that, and the other, they all started saying, wow, that's amazing. And um, that was amazing to me. So really, it's responding to the image that you're seeing, but connecting with your own intuition, and that's the key thing. I have a, a very strong feel at the moment. You talked about what's my very favourite thing I'm doing at the moment, and that's the new deck, but we'll come on to that. But it's subtitled The Tarot of Gnosis. And I'm very strong on the idea that we all have our own inner gnosis. Gnosis is simply our own inner knowledge, our own inner wisdom. Like intuition, Absolutely. but deeper and stronger. Yeah. A- absolutely. So really, Go ahead, continue. I always interrupt. Speak to you. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. It's it's letting the card speak to you, you know, when you need to go still. For me, a tarot reading is like a sacred thing. It's not just, you know, oh, let's sit down and read your cards and away you go. I think it can, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it can become a deeper, more sacred event, if you like, that should be meaningful in somebody's life. Absolutely. And that's, I'm sure, how you treat your one-on-one readings, because I know you do that for a living. And so, what 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 you want people what you want people to bring uh, from your reading is that you're really helping them see something in in their life. Am I correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Spot on. I think you know, for me, one of the many many things that tarot can do is that it can give us access access to information we don't have ourselves in the hands of uh, a sensitive and positive reader. You know, a tarot reading should really, for me, empower the client. And that's where it can differ from the fortune telling side in terms of predicting futures. When it's therapeutically based, which is where I come from, it's not about dictating and telling people, 
It's more about accessing offering information and exchange of views that allows the person to go away with that additional information, insight, choices, possibilities and so on, so that they create their own future. Well, uh, you know what, and what really fascinated me, because I'm going to we're going to talk about your first deck then, but what fascinated me also was your affirmations with that first deck. But the empowerment, because I believe that uh, I was talking to you about um, backwards or upside down cards, uh, negative and positive yeah. energy. How do, how do you feel about that with tar tarot cards? I call them tarot, tarot cards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's well I I don't use reverse cards in my readings now I mean I used to when I started but like I said over the years where I've studied them more and more and more for me tarot cards don't actually mean anything <laughs> because they're really, I love that <laughs> excuse me they're really, I know well it's you know it's a weird statement for somebody to make that's worked with the tarot for 35 years but the reason I say it is because in the sense of not applying a definite meaning that, that you just churn out parrot fashion every time the card comes out, it'll have its its central core and that's fine. But it means what it means for you, guided by your intuition at the time. And the reason I have that approach is because in my view, a tarot card is really a sort of frozen energy, if you see it that way. It's an encapsulation of a particular quality of energy. And of course, where energy, everything is energy and it's causal to our reality. And that's yes. where you can get into the real sort of esoteric power side of, of using the tarot uh, in an energetic sense. And that's where the affirmations come on, which we can come into in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do love that. And I'll tell you, when I started reading Tarot, which was like never because I picked them up and, you know, I, there are ones that resonate with me. I think I told you it's a flower therapy deck and add the unicorns because yeah. I just love the pictures and they give you such. And then it goes with my soul, uh, my soul journey. But I'm going to buy yours because I love what you did with me in that card. Uh, and, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But I I never could yeah. read backward cards or, or upside down cards. I don't read negative energy. I read energy. And I don't like anything tells me something's halted. So I just never yeah. read something that wouldn't be positive. So I just always turn them back up, which is probably my sunny, my sunny attitude. And maybe, but you know, I can still look at that card and like the tower. Okay. And I think you and I talked about that. Mm, that yeah. Everybody's so fearful of that tower mm -hmm. that you and I talked about it. Change isn't always a negative energy right yeah well i think yeah i mean with the reverse card thing for again as as a card is is just this frozen energy um it's how we respond to the energy that matters and that can give it a positive or negative polarity really so the card itself for me doesn't have two distinct meanings depending on which way up it's facing in in the spread or in reading um really it's bringing in both the positive and the negative in the energy of that card because energy simply is and we respond to it and it's that that can give it a positive or negative quality you know and if we look at the two basic motivations that human beings have i know marianne williamson is one teacher that tells us this there are two essential motivations love or fear which you can look at as positive or negative if you like so in the sense of the tower card 
that very often where people are kind of hiding, you know, they can be in the grip of fear, not really wanting to be exposed and everything. But we can't stay there forever. You know, we, we can't hide from the truth. Not not we can try it, but not permanently. So the tower, then whatever our particular tower is, gets destroyed. What matters most is what we do afterwards. You know, I think Absolutely. I used this analogy when we spoke. Yeah, it's it's not so much that the tower is getting destroyed. That's the natural order of stuff. You know, it's what we do afterwards that matters more. Do we sort of try and rebuild it out of fear again and hide again? Or do we sort of look around us, step out from the rubble and think, oh, well, I might as well go somewhere else. So it's really about letting out the truth from inside. Well, and you know what? Now that we talked about the worst card, well, for me, that's not the worst card in the deck or the, the most negative looking card of the deck. Um, I love this. Mm. So if we did that, I, I would love to do the star and the sun before we move on to talking about your deck that you actually have on that you and I used and the new one that you've got coming out yep. before we, we, we hit the, the uh, audience who would love to speak with you. Okay. But uh, so right. what do you think of the sun and the star? Because I have something I have to tell you about that star. Okay, well, all right, well, with the star, then, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's the, the card of hope and, uh, you know, our wishes and all the rest of it. But, you know, I mean, the nearest star to us is the sun, of course, but stars are a long, long way away. And hope is, you know, to use a tarot analogy, a double-edged sword, hope's all very well to have, but, it, you know, if you're setting unrealistic goals, then that can end up in a negative. So it's, for me, it's about this source of inspiration and guidance and what we need to connect with. But there's also a real need for reality as well. You know, we, we are down here on the earth in a physical body for a very good reason. And we can't, you know, live a life ungrounded, floating about, you know, and not getting to grips with reality. And the star for me is a reminder of that. It's, you know, you can certainly aim for the stars and rise up to the highest level you can, but you've got to keep your feet on the ground as well. You know, you just took the words right out of my mouth, Steve. So here <laughs> I thought I was like, the, I was going to tell you something. And you actually took the words <laughs> spilling right out of my mouth. Because when I looked at that well, sun, it's got the foot on the ground. And then the star, I always think shoot for the stars, but keep your feet on the ground. I love that. Yeah, well, it's often, you know, where I'm saying to, to students such like that, you know, we need to have our head in the clouds, if you like, or our head amongst the stars, but our feet on the ground as well. And, you know, it's that's what I call being grounded and connected. The oh, I worst situation in trying to teach somebody is when they come in and they're very, very ungrounded. You know, you have to spend six months getting them rooted into their body, actually getting them here before you can start doing anything, you know. Well, I think you would think of that as me if I was your student, because I very rarely am grounded. But that's because I don't have that much earth in me, I think. But so what did you think of the yeah. uh, sun? Uh, well, with the sun, again, obviously, it, you know, when it comes out in a reading, everybody goes, oh, that's really nice. That must be really happy. That's great. And of course it is. You know, there's no life without our sun and it makes things grow. Everybody likes it when it's all sunny and all of that. Um, but not if you're in the middle of the Sahara, you know, it's, it we can <laughs> get burnt too, too much. It can be too intense. 
And so there's, the thing is, there's always those, if we like, positive and, aspect, uh, positive and negative aspects or better or worse aspects in every card because it reflects life. You know, you can't lay for too long under the sun or you're going to get burnt. It's as simple as that. So, oh, my goodness, really, I never thought of that. Yeah, well, in the reading, it's it's about bringing out both sides of, of the card or, and both ends of the polarity of the energy because it reflects life, you know, and that's what tarot is. And you said earlier, my little catchphrase of bringing the tarot to life. And in my experience, you know, life is never all bad. If you look hard enough when it's really hard and difficult, there's something good in there and vice versa as well but that's you know, the way of things and that's i try I mean. and make readings real you know they're they're there it's people's lives that we're talking about here and you can't mess about so it's applying it to to reality and reality's always got a bit of good and bad in it absolutely i am so glad you said that because i try to always uh put a spot positive spin on even a situation that looks a little bleak because we're down here to learn lessons and we wouldn't exactly. be here if we were perfect because if we were perfect we'd all be still up there and we wouldn't have to learn the lessons we need to learn down here so when people say oh i have a hard time or you know i i i'm not sure if i can handle that i'm always oh yes you can you came down here to conquer it so and i think tarot, yeah i think tarot astrology healing um, Reiki and uh, shamanism and all the things that you do and, and connecting to our spirit guides uh, help us know that. Mm. And I love that a lot of people are coming in enlightened now. So getting to your, because I could just, you know me, I could chat forever. Tell me about your new cards coming out because this is so exciting. I want a deck. I mean, I'm really excited about it. And then I want to share with everybody the deck you have because that is cool deck. Okay. All right, yeah, well, I'm, I'm really excited about this new deck. Now, we've called it the Gamble Handsome Tarot. Um, the, obviously, the handsome is me. The Gamble is Patrick Gamble, who's the <laughs> artist. And for people listening, you can check out his artwork on his website, patrickgamble.com. And he's a visionary artist. He's, he's just brilliant. The images are just fantastic. Um, and when I came to write about the cards that we'd created, I found myself talking about Gnosis a lot. I've already mentioned that because that was what I was getting when I was writing, that the images were, were guiding me, if you like, for want of a better word, towards this sense of knowing inside of us, this Gnosis. And so it became subtitled The Tarot of Gnosis. Um, wow. What we've done, it's got a lot of traditional symbolism in it, um, but the images are fairly different in some cases, not all of them. But what I've done as well is change a lot of the major arcana titles. We've still got suits, we've got, we have uh, pentacles, we have arrows rather than swords. Uh, wands and cups are the same. But with the major arcana titles, what we've done is changed, say, um, the magician and high priestess to masculine or feminine or magic and intuition and then um for the empress and emperor femininity and masculinity so it's the qualities the energies of the cards really that's uh, but so it's it's traditional but it's quite progressive as well 
Oh, I love that. that I, I'm excited to see it. And I know you have a book with it. You, you're putting a book out with it, correct? With the Absolutely, tarot? Yes, it'll be out on Amazon or it'll be available direct from me. I've actually sent it today to Amazon for their review process. So it's it's done and it should actually be released in about two weeks. So it's, uh, it's all very exciting. But um it's just been a, one of those things that's fallen into place and it's it's a joy to to have been part of well i love this and also uh you have a deck the one that you and i worked with which i'm sure is uh, is one of your stables um and i want you to explain that deck because i love that it had inspiration with it yeah very much so um this is the the tarot therapy deck, as I call it. That's you know the the broad heading under I, that I do everything under tarot therapy. Um, you know this came about really as a result of working with the tarot for such a long period of time, and you know learning more and more about it, and then coming to this idea, like I said earlier, they don't actually mean anything. They just simply are, and it's about our response to it. So my understanding was well, what the tarot cards are and what the tarot deck is is simply this energy like we've said before so what i tried to do was in this deck was to show that energy to show the cards as pure energy and the best way for me of doing that was really to use the natural world because we're a part of that and we are all a combination of the four elements earth air fire water which i expect a lot of people listening will know that's what the four suits are based on um yes and that's also the human being you know the tarot the structure of the tarot deck is really the same as the structure of the human being if you put those four elements together you get that fifth element of spirit or ether as it's sometimes called and that's where we get the major arcana and that for me represents the complete human being and that really is the soul that's what i call it their soul level cards and when those cards come out in our readings they're telling us what's going on at that soul level um and then the four suits so ones with fire that's our inspiration, our creativity. I expect a lot of people know this. Swords, the element of air, is to do with our mind, what's going on in our heads. Um, and also then water, the um, level of our emotions and feelings, what's going on in the heart. And then pentacles for earth, this is the body, what we're actually doing with our lives. Um, so it shows us in these cards simple um, images from nature. So um, as a fairly obvious example, with, say, what would normally be the Ace of Wands, that's the one of fire in this deck, it's just a spark, because that's the beginning of fire. And so it follows a fire right the way through. Um, and then, say, with Earth, you have the Ace of Earth, which is just a seed. That then goes right through until the 10, and then you get compost. Wow. <laughs> wow that's cool i mean i i, I haven't i don't have the hand, the deck in my hands but it is super cool and i you know i love when you related it to the body because body mind and soul i love that i never thought of it and you know i know we use it in magic you know you use you know all of the uh, elements of earth wind fire and air which makes up 
really all of our existence. You know, I, I never exactly. thought of it as a body. Yeah, yeah, I never thought of it. I think um, that's really interesting. Uh, just tell me if I'm not, tell me if I'm wrong, because you could say I am, even though it's my show, Steve. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't Tarot, <laughs> didn't Tarot, uh, the, wasn't it developed or used first in the UK? Uh, no, not really. It's so far as we know. I mean, nobody knows actually for sure. But the earliest written references are thought to have been in the early 1400s in Italy. Um, it oh. did get to the UK not that long after it, but it, it uh, like a lot of uh, the card games and so on across Europe, it got banned. I think in Elizabethan times, um, you know, when obviously the the Church of the time had an awful lot of power and car games were seen to be somewhat suspicious and all that happened was you know like like all things that are banned they go underground and get really popular <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes like the beatles do you remember how popular they became exactly. when rock and roll was banned <laughs> well i know they're well, from exactly. liverpool so i could say they were from the uk but uh, i i love this <laughs> Do you know what? But they crossed the pond and became very popular. So I I want to uh, I want to offer any, our our guests you know to be able to speak with you. But is there anything you could tell them? Uh, another thing that I wanted you to bring up, which I think is really interesting, we were talking about. You also relate with the druids, or you you feel a real pull, and and I know there's a lot of people who love that druid energy, and and with that we were talking about, you were going to do something with the trees, possibly. Do you um, still feel yeah. that that draw? Uh, very much so. I mean, I am a um, fully initiated Druid in the order of Bards, Ovates and Druids, which is the biggest Druid group in the world, really. Um, and so, yeah, part of that path is we do trees. We did a workshop here a couple of weeks ago called The Forest Journey. Um, just introducing people to the idea of trees and their consciousness and how we can connect with that and serve them as well as just taking from them. Um, yeah, Patrick is very keen to do a tree oracle. So when this is done and, and out there and we can let go of it, we will probably turn our minds to that. And I've got some other ideas for him that he doesn't know about yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Maybe and you know we've got a new. We didn't tell everybody, but you also write for the magazine I write for too, which is uh, PsychicInsightMagazine.com. So maybe you'll give us some more insight with that magazine coming out again. I think it's September. If I see Jerry uh, it is, here, I've got to do an article for it, which I must get written this week. <laughs> um, but that that'll be based on the new deck. The, the one with the Gamble House and Tarot. We've called it that, by the way, in, as a sort of homage to a lot of the double-barreled um, decks that you get, like the Morgan Greer I mentioned. Obviously, there's the Rider White, all of these, um, Hanson Roberts, there's several. So it's a homage to them rather than a nice little ego trip for us. <laughs> Well, well, you know what? I, I'm all about ego trips, so it wouldn't bother me if it was an ego trip. But, but you know, there's nothing wrong. We're here on the earth plane. All right. I am going to um I'm going to take some callers, Steve, and I want them to participate with us and, and tell us what they think of the tarot and what their favorite card is. And are you ready to talk Absolutely. and maybe pull a card? Absolutely. Yay! Yeah, that's great. If we've got any, any well, questions about tarot, I'll try and answer them and we'll see what, what points 
people have. It's always good. Wow. Well, I am so honored that you will do this and so happy that you've come uh, on the show. Um, before we actually pick up the callers, I'd like everybody to know that Steve Houndsome, how, how, Handsome, Helpful. handsome or right. handsome, oh, whichever yeah. you want. H o u n s o m e. Take a look. He's going to give you his website, and he does this for a living. He does uh, readings. He does all kinds of stuff. So I want you to tell people how to find you before we actually go into the audience, because this is only a little snippet of what he does. And if you'd like yeah. to get a hold of Steve, that's the way to get a hold of him. So go ahead, Steve, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Okay, thank you. Well, the best thing is, is as always, through the website, and that's tarotherapy.co.uk. Uh, two T's in the middle of that. So you've got the whole word tarot, T-A-R-O-T, then the word therapy.co.uk, uh, and you'll see everything on there. You can go onto the contacts page and find the email, but just Steve at Tarot Therapy. Um, if you put Tarot Therapy UK into Facebook or my name, there are two pages. You'll find me on there. Um, and really, the website is, is going to be the best thing, and that will tell you all the details about the courses. Um, there's a newsletter that goes out. There's a mailing list if anybody wants to, to join that. Just send me your email address and ask to join the mailing list. I do a newsletter by email one a month with what we have coming up and news and bits and pieces. Um, and uh, you won't get swamped with stuff. <laughs> well, you know what? You must be a busy beaver, let me tell you. Between the magazine, the newsletter, and all the things floating around in your head to, um, to conjure up and create, it's just amazing. And then all your courses, of course. So we're going to get to the first oh, caller. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, well, don't we all? 856, you are on with Steve Houndsome. Hi. 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 This is Laura. Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Bonnie? I'm doing fabulous, girlfriend. So I haven't, I have not heard your name for a long time. Tell me what you think about the tarot and what's your favorite card in the deck? Well, I I don't really know what my favorite card in, in the deck is. I'm not really. Do you know what your least? Do you know what your least favorite card is, Laura? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so so, what do you think of the tarot? How did how do you how does it affect you? Have you ever had a tarot reading? Um, I have had uh, tarot readings. Um, sometimes I think they're accurate and sometimes they're not so accurate. I think it just depends. You know, this okay. is what Hi, I want. Laura. And this, this Go ahead. Hi, Laura. So, Laura, well, you're over there with Steve, so you can ask him a question. Just keep it clean. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, because I wanted to laugh and it was so quiet. I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to do something here. So go ahead. You guys, go for it. Uh, hi, Laura. Hi, yeah. Um, so I'm good. I'm looking for work and I'd like to uh -huh. be able to get, get a job where I can purchase a home. So I'm wondering what. 
Okay, so just while you were asking, I've picked out a card. I should maybe explain that in when I do readings for people, I tend not to work with spreads, which is something we can maybe talk about in a bit. But um, I've just picked the one card and I may pick some others. We'll see how we go. Now, this is with my own tarot therapy deck. So what would traditionally be the nine of cups is the nine of water, which is the ocean in my deck. Um, what I'm sensing from this card for you, Laura, is that what's required is for you to throw yourself into something with a long heart. My sense is that you've not really got to a space with your career or your work where you've experienced that, you know, a real love for what you do. Um, so my suggestion, again, is to follow that inner prompting of what really makes your heart sing. Um, it's obviously not always easy just to think, you know, that oh, I'd, I'd love to make a living out of what I do. But where there's a will, there's a way. So it's looking at where your heart is really going to get fulfilled that is the way forward I'm sensing for you. How does that sound? Well, it sounds good. Um, there's an opening, there's a job opening in California, and the job sounds good, but I have never wanted to live in California. So I'm really kind of torn about it. I really have no desire to live in California. Uh, I just really don't. So I'm not sure I want to do that, jump jump into that. Oh, it's just hate the it's and the interesting that, out there. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you've used that phrase. It's not something I really want to jump into. When yes, I kind of use the same <laughs> phrase as well, saying you've really got to throw yourself like jumping into the ocean. My suggestion would be that if you're not feeling that real heartfelt connection, this is probably not not the right opening. But it's looking at what appeals to it about you. Uh, about the job for you that you can then follow that forward you see the other card i've picked out is another water card so the three this time which is a spring and this is about the image on the card is a spring that's coming out of the ground which is obviously what springs do and then they flow and they get bigger and become a river and so on and for you this is really all about that need to allow what's within you to come out on your for your desires in your career for what you actually want to do rather than what your head might dictate or what's going to pay you the most money or whatever it is so my suggestion is if you're not feeling that real connection in your heart for the california thing it's likely that a better option is going to come up for you um that will appeal to your heart in a more complete way Oh, I love okay, that. Okay, that sounds much better. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Amy, that was wonderful. Uh, Laura, that was wonderful. So thank you. Thank you, Bonnie. Thanks, Steve. Bye. No Bye. Problem. Oh my gosh, that was so nice. Yeah, she's such a sweetheart. She's a. I haven't. I haven't talked to her. She hasn't been on this. She's probably been working. <laughs> so I remember talking to her right. a while ago. So I'm. I, I'm so glad she called in. Seven oh seven. You are on with the Tarot King. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fabulous. I guess we're doing fabulous. But how? Well, who are we speaking with? Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. I know that Hello. you know we're talking. I know you know we're talking about tarot. So, what do you think of tarot, yeah. and what's your favorite card? 
Um, I don't know if I have a favorite card. Um, I always like the New Beginnings cards when I get it. That's the Ace of, isn't that the Ace of Swords? Or I don't know, Steve. What do you think? <laughs> it's got to well, be your sprout. You know, it, yeah, I mean, for me, New Beginnings can be, I guess, any of the Aces because, it, say, if it was the Ace of Swords, it can be about new beginnings in your mind. In other words, a different way of thinking or new ideas and new thoughts. Whereas, say, Pentacles is about new actions, taking a different path, uh -huh. moving in a different way, all this sort of thing. So it depends probably where you're oriented at. Um, the fall, of course, will be the ultimate new beginnings, which is anything can happen. <laughs> I love I that fall. Okay. <laughs> Well, go ahead, Kathleen. You have Steve's attention, so go for it. Hi, Kathleen. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Um, yes, my question is about family dynamics. Is that too broad? Okay. Uh, no, it's fine. Fire away. Let's see. Do you want to tell me anything specific about what you're you're looking to find out information about? Right, right. We just had a death in the family, and so I have major concerns on the family coming together and making sure everything kind of flows. Okay. Yeah, that's that's useful. Thank you for that. Um, it's interesting. Again, just picking up, um, I felt to pick three cards for you. Now, two of the cards that have come out are major arcana cards. Now, whenever I see that sort of emphasis, then we know big, powerful, important stuff is happening. You know about that, Kathleen, because you're on the receiving end and then experiencing it. But it shows that this is a deep connection uh, for you and for the people around you and your family at the moment. What I think is really interesting here is that the first card would traditionally be the Empress. In my deck, it's the Rainforest. Now, the Empress is kind of like Mother Earth. She's very much this uh, maternal, motherly figure. And obviously, that can relate in terms of the family unit. Um, it, it will demand a lot of you, this situation at the moment, where you'll need to dig deep within your own heart and finding your own strength. My sense is that you, in your role in the family, people tend to come to you and look to you for support. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. So with that, what I want to say is to make sure that you're supporting yourself in the middle of all of this, because the sense that I have is that it's a lot will revolve around you. But if you can be that shining example of, of strength and support, then a lot of people will um, benefit from the way that you can be rather than collapsing in a heap, if you know what I mean. But right. in order for you to be able to do that, it's really important, I think, Kathleen, that you have your own sources of self-support at the moment and perhaps some external outside of the family, some friends that can be there for you, just for you to offload and, and talk at for a bit, you know. Um, right. Okay. I'm also really drawn to the Eclipse card, as it is in my deck, which would be the Hierophant, card number five, the Major Arcana, in the ones I've chosen for you here. This can be very much about our beliefs. Um, and this prompts me to ask you, Kathleen, have you got kind of conflicting beliefs in people in your family? Yes. Yeah. 
So you so I may can't meet find where they're at. Well, yeah, you you may find that some of that kind of comes out into the light, and it's an opportunity. My feeling is, it's an opportunity for people to learn other people's beliefs and be accepting of those rather than getting into conflicts which is something is is you know big in the world these days um the the card that's in the middle this would be it's it's one of the court cards and in my tarot therapy deck they're a bit different they do bamboozle people a bit um for me the court cards are a combination of two elements so we have earth which makes it a pentacles card and water, which would traditionally be the queen. So again, it's these strong sort of female figures. Um, and it's for you about being that strong character, but not in a, um, in a way where you close off your heart. So I think from this, although it won't be the easiest of times for you, Kathleen, and you probably know that anyway, I do feel a lot of good can come from this because it feels as if some of the things that have been maybe not talked about, you know, or pushed away for a time can actually come out into the light and into the open. And I think a lot of healing can come out of this. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love love that. that Yes. I mean, you know, I just love how you read. Okay, go ahead. So, yeah, I I just thought, well, you know, I think that the the way the cards have come out for Kathleen there kind of illustrates what I was saying about not shying away from the neg- negative or the difficult stuff, showing that it's there in the cards, but also the positive side in the way that this can come out if people are able to embrace the differences of, of belief and everything. And the fact, yeah, some of it you know might place a lot of demands on you, Kathleen, but equally these cards show me you've got that inner strength within you. And it's a way for you to access that with some support from your your own good friends around you as well. So it keeps it real. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and Kath- you, know, you were talking about, oh, I was just going to say you were talking about trees. And all of this is mm. taking place in the, the redwoods up north. So that gives me uh, a lot of strength right there. Absolutely. Oh, you I- can just, you know, lean into one. That's the, you know got to be one of the biggest sources of strength and support you can get that's great oh that's fabulous oh you got you're welcome i'm saying you're welcome because i did everything okay steve (laughs) 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 i just had to do it (laughs) okay you're welcome all right, bye-bye. bye-bye. I'm sorry, Steve. You know I'm a cut up, you know that. So you are uh, for before, before we get to the next caller, I do want you to explain because you just prompted me to tell people how you read. You don't pull uh spreads, you don't pull a seven card spread, you don't pull a you know cross yeah. Celtic cross. So tell people what you do yeah. so that we can continue. No, I, I used to, but once this sort of tarot therapy way of working and this whole idea about cards or energies and not having definite meanings kind of happened, I found that when I was using a spread, whether it's a Celtic cross or whatever it was, that that actually limited what I wanted to say because what I was seeing and picking up from the card didn't fit the place in the spread it was, you know, and, and I was like, well, I'm a bit stuck here. So I sort of experimented and what's come out of it is a whole way basically of reading without spreads at all so i will fan out the cards when a client's here um i'll literally just fan out the cards and say okay pick some cards 
Um, mm-hmm. Standard response to that is how many? And, well, however many you'd like to pick, you know, and then people will say, well, how many is normal? So, well, it's about how many you want. Okay, well, what are most people? But, you know, and we have this little tennis match for a while until I sort of lose it, scream at them to pick some cards, you know, but they get there in the end. <laughs> So the number of cards, you know, that people pick, that can tell a lot as well. And the ratio of cards, how many majors to minors, how many suits, you know, what's the predominant suit? Is there a suit missing? It opens up a whole different perspective of, of reading. It's not kind of how I'm doing it here, because otherwise we'd get one person done in the whole time. But um, yes, it, there's an awful lot more to it. Um, I think actually in the Psychic Insight magazine, I think I put out an article about reading without spreads. So if people look at back issues, you can probably find that in there. Um, well, it's funny. But I think it might be on the website as well. It's funny, Steve, because I don't read with spreads either. You know, I just pick a, uh, you know, it's like yeah. a fairy card. I, I pick a flower card and that gives me all the inspirations that start flooding in if I, if I even choose to pick a card but we are going back to the phone lines because i know that a lot of people would love to speak with you 305 you are on with the hound dog hi, <laughs> hi. Bonnie, it's hi, nothing Steve. but a hound dog hi who is hi. i speaking with oh, it's, this is eileen it sounds like Steve handsome, right <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not hi, yeah. Well, I am going I to hand you article. right over. Okay. I read the article that you wrote. I have to reread it again because I knew the face looked familiar when I went on your website. And I went, okay. So I'm going to reread your article again and next month, too, on the Psychic Insights magazine. So That's when you great. were speaking when before. Huh? I want to, I want to, I love to row. I've had many yeah. readings over the years. And to All right. Well, well wait, Eileen. Yeah, tell, tell us what we want to know. So you told us how you feel about Tarot. What's your favorite card or your least favorite card? The Magician. That's your favorite or your least magician. favorite? Yep. My favorite. Okay. And I love <laughs> how did the I not know that? And the, and the Hierophant. <laughs> I love those two. You do? Mm-hmm. What's the Hierophant? The Hierophant's about religion, isn't it? I would, Isn't if I could that in, I'd say he, he, it could be more about our sense of belief, you know, in in the new deck, it, it gives me a great chance to say this, actually, the Hierophant, for me, has always been one of my least favourite cards, you know, I'm not that's a what I was just going to say, you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, and that's partly what he's about, but the image that Patrick's done, that we're using for the Hierophant, I, the, the title, um, I've changed to Sacred, and the image, I have to say, I absolutely love. It's one of my favorite images in, in the deck. So I'm, I'm coming to love the Hierophant where I didn't before. So it's kind of cool. So I, didn't see it as being rigid. I, well. <laughs> I didn't see it as being rigid. I, I saw it as a channeler of spiritual truth coming to the earth. Absolutely. Wow. That's what he, he can be. But he can sometimes wear blinkers as well, and it's, you know, this is the way it's got to be done. This is what you've got to believe. But that's, we've illustrated between us the positive and the negative sides of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Eileen. So you, you want a question? My question is regarding my soul journey. Where is it at this point in my life? Your what journey? Sorry. You were talking about the connection to the soul, you know, the soul levels. Ah, okay. Right? Sorry, yeah. So I'm coming from that place. 
Lovely. All right, you bear with me just a second over here. That's what Spirit told me to ask you. <laughs> That's so interesting. Oh, right. interesting. It would seem with the cards I've got here that there are kind of no half measures for you. You know, you're somebody that if you feel to do something, whatever it is, not just your spiritual side, but anything at all, then you'll do it 150%, you know, and if you can't do it to that level, you'd rather not bother. Does that kind of connect with you? Totally, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, the card that I got here is the what would be the hanged man in normal decks in my deck it's the glacier and the six of air which is an air front for what I'm sensing for you at the moment with these um, it, it may well be are you feeling like you're, you're sort of a bit stuck at the moment with it and you're kind of in need of a what's next sort of place does that make sense um I'm ready to take the next step up the up exactly the, um, yeah up the yeah. this is some vision I have up the um, pyramid yeah I see I've been okay. taking all the little Good. steps now I see a really big one there and I'm ready to jump it I feel with you that it's about feeding your mind and my sense is I you know I want to say to you well you need more knowledge but I don't mean to imply from that that you don't know anything <laughs> you know um, oh, more knowledge that is that what you said. Yeah, more knowledge. Yes. That I'm sensing with you that your mind is very hungry for more, but it, it's like getting down to core truth for you, because I do actually feel you do have a good body of spiritual knowledge, whether you studied stuff before or not. But with the hangman in there, it's about rising up to a higher level. So it's as if you have a need now to take all the that wide basis of knowledge, and that's the base of your pyramid and hone it into a point, if you see what I mean, that yeah. you, yeah, it's it's sort of gaining more specific knowledge. I, I don't know quite why, but I, what I want to say to you is that to, what I'd like to suggest for you to do is to look at the different courses and stuff and subjects you've studied, books you've read and what have you, and see if you can create a list of what for you are the principles of your soul's journey the principles of, that are sacred for you if you like at this time does that kind of sound a good idea for you yes to just add to my buffet of life right bring it back in because yeah it's, i've, I've yeah, been told i have a lot of this and it's time to give it and I'm, i don't feel that i i don't feel confident enough to know all these things but intuitively i do well, that's the whole thing about Gnosis. We do inside. It's, you know, our heads can tell us we don't. But in that sort of still small place inside, we yeah. do. I feel that it's, it's like you said about the spiritual buffet. I want to sort of say, well, what you've got to do is create the menu here. You know, it's I'm seeing like a list almost of sort of 12 spiritual principles that are your spirituality and you can perhaps write about those because it may be that that's it that's giving oh. hangman can be a lot to do with service and sacrifice and all of that as expect you know and i think that's the form it's gonna take for you there's a lot of heads yeah. for you actually it's quite exciting i think there's a lot of energy there yeah yeah and um i keep being led more and more into the healing with my hands because i do it already I do it through painting, but my touching people, you know, massaging them, I know where to go. But I'm yeah. not ready to, I don't want to take a course and become a massage therapist. No, that's not my calling. No, I think well, you know, it's no. creating this basis, you know. 
Okay. okay. You know, I wouldn't even think massage therapy anyway. I would think Reiki, but because you're so yeah. spiritual. Yeah, but you know, so, but you know, I really believe, and I don't know about you, Steve, and I'll, I'll leave the subject alone, but uh, I, unless you're like a Reiki master teacher, especially with somebody that uh, that knowledgeable like Eileen, she's not, she's gonna be bored at Reiki one or two. She needs to go on a way above that to really understand how that would be a healing modality for her. Yeah, I mean, you know, it may be if she hasn't got the Reiki um, or in there at the minute, then you've got to do the basics and all of that. But I think it's, uh, it's, it's funny enough, we did a, a Reiki workshop yesterday here and I was explaining with my wife and I how you have to learn the rules before you can break them, you know, and it may be that's what she has to do in order to be able to access that inner gnosis, that intuitive way of knowing where to go. But first, you've got to learn the structure to, to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, I well, understand about the structure, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what, it's so funny because I'm the opposite, not to talk about me, but I'm the opposite. I go to the top and think I don't have to learn all those basic, the basics. And then, of course, you know what happens is you have to then go back and do that. So um, I, just, I love when people yeah. are much more grounded than me. So, But I do have to move, move on, Eileen. Yeah. But I've got to Thank tell you before... Before we do move on, go take a look at Eileen's website, please, and you will see what kind of a master color therapist she really is. So, I mean, I always think of her as a color therapist, uh, and I love that she combines, like with Reiki, you can combine oils and stuff like that. With, but, uh, but her website for you, Steve, and unless you, are you right, do you have an article coming out with Jerry's, with, with the magazine, Eileen? Yes, I do. I wrote it. Yes. Okay. So, Steve, go read her article, and I'm yep. sure there's in there how to get a hold of her. But go take a look at her oh. website because her colors and and her artwork is too is just amazing. It's it's beyond this world. Put it that way. So. And I just want to say uh, one more thing. Website? Yeah. That's my name. I just wanted to Eileen. EileenSites.com. Um, I just wanted to add to your love of trees because that's why I moved to where I live is because the trees called to me and told me to move here. And I had been in Costa Rica. So I recognize the trees and the connections and yes, I'm totally there with you. So thank that's you. Great, it's lovely to hear. And I think it's good as well since you know we've got people loving trees coming on to say to people as well, you know, to go look after them, go talk to them, but you know, if they litter around, clear it up put some bird food down, whatever, and just, you know, contribute, give to that environment as well. Right. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> she, she is a fabulous astrologer, uh, Steve. So, uh, she is so funny because when you said the wide base of what she does, she's got to hone in and yeah. she wants to do healing, but I'm telling you, she's so wonderful at astrology. Uh, you know, I don't know how you combine healing astrology, which you can. I have somebody coming on the show to do that. Oh, you can, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, she's just um, uh, amazing at all that she puts her mind to. So um, she's a really yeah, there's cool some girl. Writing to, uh, I don't know if she's written at all, but I get a feeling there's some writing to come out of her about all of this as well. 
Uh, I, I, I'm. She's listening to you. Seven oh seven. You are on with Steve, who's going to tell you all about tarot. Hi. I'm sorry. I'm still listening. This is Kathleen. Oh, okay. Oh, Kathleen. Okay. Um, I'm. You know, I got so confused because I got out of line. Okay. One, one, one. You're on with Steve. And the ADD host of the show, Bonnie. Hi. Hello, one, one, one. You're on. Okay. Well, maybe they held too long, Steve, and they're asleep. So, four o two. You know that has happened. One time, I picked up the phone. It was my show, and the person was snoring. And I thought, Wow, did I did that? I mean, I can't even believe I did that. But. 402, you are on with Steve and Bonnie, of course. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. This is Kuuleilani calling. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, Hi, Kuuleilani. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, so um, I'm just starting. I had just been gifted a tarot deck a few months ago, the Doreen Virtue Fairy Card Tarot deck. Uh-huh. And um, I think I love every single card in that deck. There's not one that I haven't. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, you um, know what, Koo? That deck know. is so thick. That deck is so thick I have it, and I love the pictures, but I can't even shuffle it. Yes, I do. I do, too. And a really, really, really beautiful girl gave it to me, and she recently just lost the baby. Um, and I was just wondering if you could, like, in tune to that, do you see, like, her being able to like have children or if she's really young and this is her first pregnancy and I don't know, I just since you guys are talking about tarot and then I know in, in the what I believe in tarot is like unless you're gifted a debt necessarily I mean, it's kinda of your calling when you're given a debt, you know, to be a to read at least for yourself. Well, I don't know, Steve. Can you can you would you want the energy of her for her to ask a question, or can you read the energy of this friend that she's asking about? Um, yeah, no, you can still read. I mean, one thing I would say, you know, from an ethical point of view, is that you you can never predict um, something like that, though. You know, um, yeah. In terms of sort of saying to somebody, yeah, you're going to get pregnant, it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, we don't do that either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. No, okay. So we we can kind of look at perhaps what issues are around it. Can you give me the person's first name? Darian. Okay, thank you. Let me just see here. Um, Okay. Can I ask, um, because from the cards I've got here, it looks as though the the loss of of the baby was pretty recent yes yeah um it sounds perhaps like an obvious thing to say but um just to explain it but with the cards that i've got ten of cups here um or ten of water in my deck now that's vapor this is about letting go of old outworn emotions so we're talking about a period of grief here that's that's kind of got to happen um, right. Because it's also, follow- yeah, so it's followed by the four of earth. Now, this is in my deck, four of pentacles, that would be in my deck, this is leaf. And it's literally where the stage where a shoot sprouts and it comes into leaf. 
and this is the emergence of something new into form. You can read into that in whatever way you like, but it's followed yes. by the World Cup, you know. So wow. there are very positive signs here. I'm not making a prediction, but I've got to say it is dependent right. on allowing for those emotions to settle and, you, you know, it's not disappearing, you know, by magic overnight kind of thing. But it is allowing everything just to settle. She needs to feel really at peace in her own self and an acceptance of what's happened. When she feels that, she's good to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, what no, a great! That's amazing. That was that was amazing, and it was kind of uh, it was it was kind of um, true in, in a dualistic way because she has really um, she had, she had lost, but had you know gain the fact that she knows that she has an amazing support system and like beautiful people in her life that really do make a difference like when i found out i went over with like a poem and just like a heart-to-heart let her know that like you know sometimes you have little spirits on the other side really looking after you and they come into our lives for just a moment to appreciate life and if that's the gift that you're given just take it for what it was you know you get to spend time on you yeah, yes. the the four of pentacles card that's there, four of her, suggests, you know, she needs to get to a stage where she's feeling really, really secure and safe. And that's where that support and the strength of other people and the good people who are around her uh, can really make a difference. But it shows that that structure, if it's not all there ready, it's on its way. Right. You got a great reading for her and we just Didn't love I? that. Thank I do have you to very say, much. Yes. You're very, yes. very yes. blessed to have that. Thank you both and have a great and beautiful day over there wherever you guys are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That was amazing, Steve. I mean, think about that. I I won't even touch that one with a 10-foot pole, but it, it, that was an amazing yes. reading for exactly the question she asked. Okay, when you get those questions, sometimes, you know, it's good just to explore the energy around it. You know, you're clearly not making a prediction. And, and obviously, as you said, you just can't go there with some things. But that doesn't mean you can't just look at the issues and explore it and just give some supportive, positive information that the energy of the card shows us. I think that was fabulous, and the way you read it was amazing. So again, I think Thanks. it's the 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 way you read and interpret uh, the energies are are fabulous. So let's go on to a nine five four. If I have called you, just don't say anything. Nine five four, you're on with Steve. Hi. Uh, hi. Thank you. My name is Mary, calling from Florida. I'm a first time caller, and uh, <clears throat> I'm being faced with a various. Uh, a serious situation right now where um, I've been told that I have to move by the end of the month and I'm not in good health. I have animals as well. I've been trying to work with the uh, new management to give me a little break on moving maybe to a smaller apartment. I'm wondering uh, if you feel that there's a possibility of that or something else coming through to uh, assist me in this matter. Okay. Hi, Mary. Um, Hi. Hi, Mary. Uh, Hi there. The cards that I've got here, the first card that's come out for you in traditional tarot, this would be the lover's card. In my deck, this is a tsunami, <laughs> which is probably kind of how it feels for you. Um, 
my sense is that this is very much pushing you out of your comfort zone, Mary. Um, the lover's card ultimately can be about choices. And although this is kind of forcing your hand a bit, my sense is that the opportunity for you here is to make the choices that are right for you. The following card that you've got next to this is the five of wands or the five of fire, and this is lightning. And that's where we can get shaken up with stuff, but also lightning can be very illuminating. My feeling here is that it may yet be unknown. There may well be a change because five can bring about changes for us. But what's lovely is that you have a four as your third card that I picked out. It's again the four of pentacles, although I gave the whole deck a good shuffle in between calls. This four of earth card had come out, the leaf. So this is, I think, a good... A uh, sign for you that there is likely to be a new place. So, yeah, maybe the move might be a little bit unsettling. But I think what's most important, coming back to that lover's card, is that the opportunity here for you is to learn that you can make the choices that are right for you. And there's, there's a lot of empowerment and growth available for you if you're brave enough to do it. I know it's kind of a big, scary thing and um, there's all that upheaval and all of that. But I feel if you can really embrace this and go for it, you can end up in a much more secure, settled, comfy home for you and the animals as well. You feel that wow, my that. present manager would work with me then, uh, maybe negotiate for um, a move to a smaller unit? Yeah, I think that, you know, with the five of ones, the five of fire card that's there, my sense is that that's, that's an energy of change. So one way or another, something needs to, to change from the situation that you're in. If you're feeling, Mary, that that, that is the right option to, to go into negotiation with them for a, more, a smaller unit that, that is going to be better for you, then I feel absolutely that's what you should do. It's probably worth pointing out that the sequence of cards that I have a 654. There's a reduction in numbers here that can relate to that reduction in terms of the smaller unit as well. So, yeah. So you do feel that, that she she may um, give me a break on as far as the, the cost and everything and, and help me to get this worked out? I feel that what's most important is that you make up your mind first before you go into any negotiation with her as to what it is you want and what's right for you. And that's the way you'll be able to create that reality for yourself. Because mm -hmm. right now I have no yeah. money to move anywhere else. I can only move within the radius I'm in. I don't have money for move. And uh, yeah. their move-in costs <clears throat> elsewhere are extremely high, as well as the rentals that have doubled. So um, yeah. I'm, why I'm, I'm asking for a break here. But my main yeah. question is if you think that she will... Um, find a way to negotiate this for me i think there can be you know the traditional image of the five of wands card is where there are people who are when you first look at the image it looks like they're all fighting each other with you know battling with wands and so on but when you look a bit closer they've almost formed a five-pointed star a pentacle which is a symbol of human power amongst many other things so that shows if they pull together here something really good can, good can come out of it so that's the card wow. that you've got in the middle here so i think that's a good positive sign for you mary yeah yeah okay. mary that sounds okay. wonderful so good luck okay right. thank you okay okay
You're welcome. Bye-bye. Uh, you know, some people, it's just tough. You know, it's really tough. Uh, and, and a lot of yeah, people... Yeah, it's just taking her out of her comfort zone, I think, Connie, you know. Yes. And, and and I love that we can give some insight. So that's fabulous. Actually, you giving insight. 954, you are on with Steve. Hi. I am just the last caller you took. I'm just uh, listening until. Oh, I'm so stuff. sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I've got so many. Okay, there is somebody who wants to talk to you. And I, Candy, are you there? Hi, Bernie. Hi, Steve. Hi, yeah. I, have, I promised. I promised Candy she could get on because she absolutely brings all of my guests and everyone through. And she is so wonderful. She makes the beautiful banners. She's also an angel. She's my angel speak lady. She connects with the angels. So I am bringing, oh, I know you're excited. Candy, you got Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, uh. I have, well, first of all, I see on your website, your store has eight sides. What does that represent? I was drawn to that for some reason. The, which which was that? Sorry. Uh, on your website, and by well, you next to your picture, there's a star, and it has like eight. Oh, okay. The yeah, the um, wheel of tarot thing. It came about um, when I first started. I had my very first business cards designed many years ago, <laughs> and that was a design that I kind of had done. The eight. Star, eight-pointed star that's there are really relating to the uh, festivals through the year, you know, the solstices. The, the solstices and the druid. Okay, that's that's probably why I was drawn to it, because I was okay. a druid in past life. Yeah. <laughs> circles around them that <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. But the, the wording around it, Rota, Tarot, Orat, Torah, Ator, you'll see that in some tarot books. Um, it's a composite of two or three different ancient languages. There's some Greek, there's Hebrew, there's all sorts in there. But basically what it uh, translates to is that the Wheel of Tarot speaks of the law of nature. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I love that. that you know? I love that. It's good, isn't it? I love <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. I mean, I, oh, my gosh. I brought, that, I brought that up to get your website, and that was the first thing my eyes were drawn to. So yeah, it's a cutting it. design. I ended up putting it on the back of these tarot therapy cards as as well. I had to get it redesigned by a graphic designer here because over the years it, it got kind of pixelated and broken up. Yeah. So it's restored to its former glory again. Okay. Uh, what, I was what I was learning to see is what you see, you know, pull some cards for me yep. about um, work coming up. Okay, just what's ahead? Where to go from here? Wait a minute. Is that work coming up? Is that work coming up for you, Candy, or work coming up for Earl? For me, Earl, us. Well, you have to get. You have to specify. Once for her husband, well, and once I have, for. Her. I have a feeling the cards are going to say what I need to know. For all of it. Okay, go for it, Steve. Earl is your partner. <laughs> Earl is your partner, Connie? Er, yeah. Earl's my husband, yes. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay. There, there's something new here. Um, which one of you works most with the mind and with communication? We both do. Oh. <laughs> okay, so maybe it involves <laughs> both of you. 
Wait a minute. One's on the earth. One actually works in a 3D, you know, type job. And the other one works in in the ethers like we all do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's probably more that actually because I've just pulled out the moon card as well. Okay. You know, it's, I'm going to, where you've just said about, oh, the cards are probably going to tell me what I need to know. Um, I'm almost going to go against that because it's all the sense I actually get. It's almost as if there's a period of um, kind of darkness of not knowing, you know, to go through. I don't mean darkness in a horrible way, but in a sense of what you've got to do right now is just go within and follow your, your instinct, follow that intuition. We've got the temperance card here, which does suggest, I don't know if either of you works in a healing modality at all, but it certainly can suggest that. But it suggests that there's a period of, I kind of want to say soul soul searching for you to be going through before the light starts shining again, and then you'll know the way forward. I know that's kind of a bit vague, really, for me, but does that make some sense? It makes sense. Right. Um, It's kind of hard to pin down, but it... For some reason, and I'm not entirely sure why, it seems like you've got to go through this period of this soul searching, of not really having a, an absolute clear conscious idea, because I think it's unknown to you as yet what's ahead, but it will emerge. I kind of get the feeling it's going to emerge, you know, in a blaze of glory quite suddenly for you. One day you'll wake up and think, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. <laughs> wow. I have another question for you. Have okay. you heard of ancient Celtic tree healing? Uh, the alphabet, do you mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I need to get a hold of you after the show. Okay. This is the uh, the, the Celtic tree alphabet. No, it's um, spelled as Ogham, O-G-H-A-M. Mm-hmm. It's actually pronounced Ohm. Ohm, Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I was given that last year. It's the ohm, yeah. Yeah. It's a very ancient system of communication as well as divination. Yes. I've talked to you about that before. I'm drawn to the um, oak tree. Ah, well, the the oak is, you know, renowned for its strength and its power. It, It probably puts you in this position of being... You know, as as the phrase goes, as strong as an oak, you can be there and be everybody's rock and all of this. Um, but again, you've got to make sure you're very rooted in getting your own self-support as well. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. Well, all right, that. I yeah. love that. All right, thank, thank you. you, Candy. Pleasure. You are absolutely, she's such a, a fabulous girl. And I just wanted to make sure she got a hold of you because I know she resonates with the Druids and, and, and everything that you bring through. You know, when you're talking That's about right. trees, do you do you know mm. the different, like, is, you know, like if you read cards with trees, they have oak, willow. I had somebody that used to do that and I can't find anyone who does that anymore, who actually will do tarot with the tree deck. So uh, there are a couple of tree decks that are around. Uh, One that was um, partly done by um, the guy who's the um, artist of the Druid craft tarot with Philip Cargom, who's the uh, head of my Druid order. Uh, But John Matthews, John and Katie Matthews, 
Um, he did the Green Man Tree Oracle with Bill Worthington, who was the artist. And that's a really good um, tree deck for, for people to use. But um, I don't know how long it will take Patrick and I to get this. Uh, I'm kind of toying with the idea of calling it the Tree Energy Oracle because Patrick's pictures just show energy in such brilliant detail. Uh, but I don't know how long it'll be before we get that out. But then you can all use that. <laughs> But yeah, because that's what I mean, I think that's fabulous. I think the lady that was on the show and this was years ago, what she did is she told you what tree you were or resonated with. And right. I remember her telling I remember her saying that I was a willow tree. <laughs> so and I'm like, wow, you know, I don't know what the willow tree is, but I'll tell you what, I love the looks of the willow tree. So I love that she said I was a willow tree. Do you know what a willow tree is? Or do you, is well, that how willow, your deck is going to work? It will do, yeah. Um, willows very often grow next to a very near water. There's a real connection with the heart, you know, the weeping willow. Um, so it makes you <laughs> very much a person that's always going to come from the heart and maybe a bit overly emotional at times as well. <laughs> oh, see, I love that, Steve. That would be something that I would be able to use because it would then give me the inside yeah. of energy who I'm talking to. So I think that, you know, or I feel, uh, or actually, as Jerry would say, I sense, sense of knowing that yeah. you need to uh, create that deck sooner than later because it is so vitally yeah. needed. And I, yeah, and it's just another tool that everybody can use, especially uh, to give help. And I and and I do love that. So uh, yeah, what do I you feel? It's really key. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? How long does it take you to create a deck? That's you know, people think about oh, creating oh. things. It's a long time, isn't actually, it? Or is it? Short? It can be, but with the this tarot hypnosis, the, the new tarot deck with Patrick, you know, he had uh, a set of his own oracle cards and a lot of existing images. And I looked at them and said, you know, half of these are tarot cards. I don't know if you realize this, you know, why don't you do a tarot deck from these? And he said, well, you know, people have asked me, I have thought about that, but I haven't got the tarot knowledge, you know. Ah, but I have. Wow. <laughs> and that's yes. how it came about. So we started working on those and adapting and adding bits into his images, adding symbolism in for tarot and all of this. Um, and it's funny because talking about the festivals and so on of the year, he started at Imolk, which is the start of February. And I, uh, that was when I was getting the first images sent through from him. The last one I got through was at Lunasar or Lamas, which is the start of August. So it's gone through, you know, and tied in with those festivals. Um, wow. But it varies. My deck took me two years solid. <laughs> oh, so, you're kidding. I was going to say two months no, or two. two <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's not working on it full time because I've got the tarot courses we do here and the groups and we have moon meditations every new and full moon and all this stuff that we do. Um, I was kidding. You know, as, as <laughs> As well as getting married last year, that kind of happened too. So, <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I mean, now that you've mentioned it on the show, and I do want everyone to know that you also teach classes. But so, your wife, from what I understand, or you had told me, is a medium. Yes, yeah, she is. She works more with Claire Audience than anything else. She's a Reiki master too, but she has a um, ability with Claire Audience to hear objectively. So she hears 
spirit talking to her um just as sort of we hear more normal conversations yeah oh don't you love that gee what do you do sit around a dinner and tell everybody what you're hearing sensing and feeling because that's what i do <laughs> oh no, occasionally it's a bit of a freeway <laughs> conversation between us but you can't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that and congratulations and you know I think that's wonderful that you know you found your your soulmate and I love when I find spiritual people that find each other it's not always the case even though I think we're always in each other's lives for a reason like my husband yeah. and everyone who knows me understands what I'm going to say my husband swears he's not metaphysical I mean he's a physician and I'm a nurse and that's how we got together way back in our mm -hmm. 20s but I knew back then, and I and I did know that I was spiritual back then. I just didn't use it as I used it for myself. That there had to be yeah. something. I knew that I knew that there was astrology that drew us together. But what's really cool is that even in my later years, the other side of fifty, as you say, uh, I still feel he's. Um, in either he's here to teach me or I'm here to teach him. But when you, I'm going to say he is metaphysical in some way that you and your wife got together metaphysically. So I think that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it took us a while, but we, uh, we got there, you know, but there's always a right timing and she's absolutely wonderful. What do you think about, I'm going to throw this out at you, and then I'd like you to tell everybody, so we only have another five minutes left, and I don't want to pick anybody up on the phone, but can you please okay. tell everybody, what do you think about divine timing? Um, oh, it's a tricky one, really. Um, I, I, it's certainly something I believe in, but, you know, the whole timing issue, because, of course, Timing, time is just a human thing. Um, it's a logical thing for our own use. You know, one second followed another, and then a minute, and then an hour, and then a day, and so on. In the spirit world, that doesn't happen. So timing, in that sense, is always going to be divine because they're beyond <laughs> that. I think it's really yeah, well. If you see what I mean, I think it's really more about our understanding of it. You know that that it is always going to be the perfect time. It's just not necessarily how we think that should be, and that can be the difference. They know better than us. <laughs> I love that. That is a great way to explain a divine timing. You know, when people used to say to me, and they still do, I'm sure you hear it too. Although you sound mm. and feel much more uh, uh, calmer than I am. But I am always like, why, why, what, you know, why isn't it happening now? And I always hear, Bonnie, it's divine timing. And I know when I tell people that I want to just scream, but when I tell people that and spirit says that, I always wonder mm. how come they don't understand that. But really, it, it, it's really everything in divine order. And I love that. Everything comes when it's supposed to, right? Yeah, well, if when you're a creative person, you have to really, you know, accept that anyway, because you can, you know, you get an idea for something and you get all fired up and enthusiastic about it, like Patrick and I were with this deck. And, uh, you know, he was was very much, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll get this out straight away. It'll all be really good. And uh, and then he got really busy in January <laughs> and it didn't happen in, at all. You know, we hadn't started the thing. So you just let go of it. And when you do that, that's where I think energy can flow a lot better rather than us getting in the way and, you know, getting all het up about it. That just shrinks the energy down. 
with a creative I, project, you need that open and flowing. I so agree. And, and because we are talking about energy and I love how you've incorporated it in your decks and how to explain what your tarot deck means and, and, and how you actually mm. read the energies. I am going to ask you one more time to tell everybody how to find you. You do this for a living. We've got two minutes left. Please yep. let everyone know how they can one, get a reading from you to buy your tarot decks and look at the classes yep. that you offer okay yes yeah, so the website thank you bonnie is tarotherapy.co.uk so with two t's in the middle of the whole word tarot then the word therapy.co.uk um, you can book there are different readings that i do there and you can book those online and it'll come through in an email to me you can see uh, there are some pictures of the cards on the website if you go into the shop you can see that there in order, as well as all the books. The books are um, on Amazon as well, um, and you can get those in printed format or Kindle. Uh, the new deck won't be there for another couple of weeks, but the Tarot Therapy deck and the book are both available uh, either through Amazon or direct from me. It doesn't really matter which. And um, I look forward to hearing from everybody. Why, thank you, Steve. Are you still on with me? Because I just got a blast from Blog Talk. Hello? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, well, I just wanted to let, they, they let me know when the 90-second mark is. And I want to tell everyone that I hope you go and look at Steve's website. We all do this for a living, and it is a phenomenal deck. I He used it on me, and you saw him use it on everybody out to make sure you look for that and steve it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show and i hope you'll return thank soon you. absolutely i'd love to <laughs> thank you very much thank you bye everyone i will see you back here on wednesday when we are going to look at what's in your box with jerry humphreys right from the uk thank you bye